Blog Talk Radio. You say, for more years of traps, not a price that you're willing to pay. You cry when you see breaking news, cause you know Trump's a really dumb guy. Why so sad? You know that we proved our derangement in 2016. Now he's making us mad. Remember, despite his arraignments, he's still there. We'll fight back on the show that is called Liberal Dan Radio. We'll fight back on the air. Call me up and show me that you care. Listens rise, ratings fall, and I'll keep broadcasting through it all. So subscribe, don't be late, and you'll hear me on Blog Talk Radio on Wednesday nights at 8. Da 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 Liberal Dan, uh, to join in the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. It's 914-803-4131. And if you're listening during the live broadcast and want to chat in the chat room, just go to blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan, click on the current episode, uh, make sure to sign into your free Blog Talk Radio account, and you can join in the chat, ask questions there. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. on the show thread at liberaldan.com on facebook.com slash liberaldan or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. And remember, there's plenty of other ways to learn more about Liberal Dan Radio. You can find most of them if you go to liberaldan.com and find uh, all the links. And of course, you can support uh, Liberal Dan podcast, Liberal Dan Radio uh, by going to patreon.com slash liberaldan as well. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, this has been one crazy week with uh, craziness going on um, with the news. And I'm not sure where I want to talk, start first. I really don't. Uh, however, well, let's just go ahead and we'll start with the local New Orleans news uh, dealing with COVID-19. Uh, my my disappointment at some schools down here, and then we'll we'll talk about the American Nazis and uh, the uh, our concentration camps and what we're doing and how we're allowing history to repeat itself because we don't teach it well enough. So we forget it, and history, when forgotten, will repeat itself. Before all that, before I talk about 2016 and all of the stuff I said. 
2016. Um, we got a pandemic going on. And I don't know if this has gone viral yet or not. Um, but, but you had a situation where, like, last week, uh, there was a sports uh, anchor or something. Somebody had a press conference that was being held by uh, Mayor Latoya Cantrell, uh, the mayor of New Orleans. And despite the fact that Louisiana uh, went to phase three, uh, Latoya Cantrell said, no, we're not going to go to phase three. We're going to remain at phase two. And we're going to let the science and the numbers show us when we believe that we're ready. We're in a situation to go to phase three ourselves. There was a thing that happened, an interview that happened, a uh, press conference, if you will, I suppose. And the uh, some sports reporter asked if they were going to be having football games or football events, sporting events, uh, where, where people could participate. And her response was, of course, phase two. She kept on saying, phase two. We're in phase two. Uh, if you watched, I really got some good Pulp Fiction vibes, some English MF or do you speak it vibes, uh, as she was up there frustratingly trying to convey to the reporter that we are in phase two. And as such, we are not allowing anybody to have uh, sporting events where people are spectators. So, well, obviously because we're Louisiana and we can't, we can't be smart about things and we need to constantly fight back against common sense and science. And, and you know, I, I, I think that we're in a much better position in Louisiana with Governor John Bell Edwards than I would be, than we would be had Spony won. Uh, if you, if Spony was like Donald Trump, if Donald Trump was even stupider and, or even more stupid, I guess I should say. And, but I think he made a poor decision in trying to advance to phase three. I don't know what he's doing with that. Um, I think that we're going to see in two to three weeks, uh, us going back to phase two as people prove that we were not ready to go to phase three and prove that we probably should still be in phase one. But again, New Orleans is still in phase two, but impatient people are impatient and they don't want to uh, have um, whatchamacallit they don't want to miss out on their sports because you know sports throwing around a football is more important than you know protecting people's lives so the Jefferson Parish Jefferson, again if you don't live in New Orleans I always have, feel like I have to remind people of this for anybody who's listening who's not in the Louisiana area that doesn't understand that Louisiana has parishes and not counties so Jefferson Parish is right next to Orleans Parish and Jefferson Parish is surpassed Orleans Parish I think on cases maybe even on deaths um, because Jefferson Parish is more conservative than New Orleans and uh, as such doesn't want to uh they went to phase i think they went to phase three more quickly or they had less stringent guidelines in phase two than new orleans did so jefferson parish council voted seven to nothing i believe that's the correct vote uh that if other areas want to play sports in our stadiums when they're not being used that they're free to do so i think you have to pay a small fee 
And that small fee could be offset, obviously, by the people who are in the stands who are paying money to enter the stands and watch the game. So, what's going on? Schools in New Orleans who are not able to play in New Orleans are going to go play in Jefferson Parish. What terrible message are you sending to your children? What horrible example are you setting to your kids? To, to the school, you're trying to teach these people how to be responsible young adults. And the lesson you're teaching them is when somebody who is in charge makes a rule that you're supposed to follow, and then you don't like the rule, you try and circumvent the rule. Is that really what you're what you want to say? The message you want to send is that? Are you freaking kidding me? This is why we can't have nice things. This is one of the reasons why we are going to be in this pandemic for much longer than we should be, why America has, you know, a 4% of the world's population and 25% of the deaths, 25% of the cases. This, that's why this is happening. It's why we have almost 200,000 deaths in this country, because people are impatient and they're stupid and they they want to get back to normal. Well, yeah, we would get back to normal much more quickly if you would just listen to the damn experts and stop being so impatient. Good news is, uh, I had tweeted out earlier that we're not, that we that we can't absentee vote uh, because they changed the rules on us from the summer election to the winter election. Apparently, a federal judge overturned that and has now said that we have to allow people to absolutely vote who might be immune, at least who might be immunocompromised. So that, that, that's like breaking news from today, from earlier. On earlier on Twitter today, I said, look, we, you know, we can't absolutely, we can't vote by mail because they've changed the rules on us and they've prevented us, people who are immunocompromised, from getting the absentee ballots. Well, now apparently we can't, which is good. So maybe we'll take advantage of that. Uh, at least my wife could potentially take advantage of that. Um, because she is immunocompromised, um, and you know, I, I feel I feel a little worried going out and doing the things that I need to do, like getting grocery shopping, because I don't want to go catch something and bring something back. And every single time I'm out and I see somebody, and the, and the, and those people are either not masked or not wearing their masks properly, because you know how hard is it to wear a mask over your damn nose? Yeah, it makes me mad because. They're being selfish. They don't want, they're not looking out for other people. I wear a mask because I care about other people. I don't want to, I would feel guilty. I would flat out feel, and, and I, I wanted to make a video about this before this week and, and, and invite people on the show, anybody, conservatives especially. I want you to, if you could know, if you could absolutely without a doubt know that when somebody dies, who spread the disease to that? What was the chain? How did that virus get to that person? How many of those people were asymptomatic? How many of those people weren't wearing masks or weren't wearing masks as properly as they should? Like, I wish you could be able to say, well, this person uh, who's in a nursing home died because their empl- the employee of the nursing home caught it because the employee was went shopping and 
there was somebody wearing a chin mask. And that chin mask person breathes in the vicinity of that employee when that's how the virus spread. I wish we could have that level of interesting detail. But because I would want to know. I would want to know. You know, I would want to find out at least from people who are not following this. How would you feel? Would you feel any remorse or guilt? As some people I've seen said, people die anyway. That's that's their view. People die anyway. I don't understand how one country can be so polarized, how one how group of people in one country can be so polar opposite that you could have a group of people who embrace science, a group of people who reject science. You have a group of people who who accept, you know, the responsibility as fellow human beings to wear masks, mask up, to, to protect other people, and people who are selfish and just refuse. They refuse. To, and part of it is simply because of the fact that you have somebody sitting in the Oval Office who doesn't want to wear masks, who mocks the wearing of masks, who literally today in the press conference was like, was insulting Oh, does Joe Biden not want to show his face? Is that why he wears a mask? No, you idiot. Joe Biden is wearing a mask because he wants to protect other people. As you say, people. He wants to protect other people. He doesn't want to be somebody who is a vector of transmission to other people. People. That's why Biden wears a mask. That's why Biden is campaigning as part of his campaign that he would try and implement via the governor's a national mask mandate so that people need to understand that they should wear masks and, and under, not just, not just, not just be forced to wear a mask, but understand that maybe it's your patriotic duty to wear a mask, but you have these idiots who believe that anything that's said by, I mean, I've had people talk to me uh, online who are conservative who told me, who told me that if it would, if a, a business owner asked me to wear a mask in their business, that I would do so. However, because the government is requiring it, I don't want to do it. How childish can you be? How absolutely freaking childish can you be to, to go to, to be that level of petty? And look, I understand petty. I absolutely understand petty. Petty should be my middle name. I can be petty AF if I want to be. My wife loves when I put some petty down. I had, uh, I had emailed the, the crew teacher of uh, of, uh, of my, my kids that are doing these distance learning. They haven't actually officially, I think, gone back yet because they were supposed to go back Monday to school, but they said, no, we're not going to go back to school Monday because the Hurricane Sandy was going to hit us, and then, of course, it made a sharp right turn and said, no, we don't want to go to New Orleans. New Orleans there's, there's some stupid people down there in New Orleans. They want to I don't want to catch the COVID. So I was like, I don't want COVID. I'm not going to New Orleans. I'm not going to Louisiana. I'm dumb. I'm not dumb. So it's just it's horribly frustrating. It's horribly frustrating. And I, I don't understand. Again, I don't understand how you have two people. I don't understand how you have people who are so just – and they're like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be gullible and fall for this mask. You know, I'm not gonna live my life in fear. 
except for of Antifa and Black Lives Matter and all these other people. I shared a meme on my Facebook group. Again, follow me, facebook.com slash liberaldan. Check it out. Um, oh, for, I do want to do, before I head to my first commercial break and start talking about the, the main topic of the show, I do want to give, again, a shout out to uh, my little brother, the host of the Most Nimbus Years with the Percy Podcast, at the Percy Podcast on Twitter, or just go to the Percy Podcast on anchor.fm. Same place where the uh, minicast is, Liberal Dan, the minicast, anchor.fm slash Liberal Dan as well. Also, shout out to Demonox. Um, there, there may very well be a slight rebranding of Liberal Dan in the near future. And uh, shout out to Demonox, who may very well be making that happen. I've seen some of the initial artwork. It looks pretty good. Um, so we want to we wanna help expand the show. We want to do what we can. And, you know, I love my logo that I have. And maybe it's all time for a uh, fresh new, fresh new look for the year of Liberal Dan. So, and if you want to uh, call in to the show, it is area code nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. That is nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. This is uh, Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh. Host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Shout Podcast? Out to the chair. <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will? <laughs> Catch you on the team. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberal Dan and support the show today. 
And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. And we were talking about the COVID-19. The COVID um, and before we get into the other thing, this is just the whole... Last night, there was the Trump's 2020 thing. I, I, I completely forgot about it and missed it. I don't know if I would have live-streamed it because it might have absolutely flagged some copyright issues if I was actually catching using uh, ABC's stream. But, oh, Lord, when Donald Trump said that, that, you know, if you have people just all get sick or whatever, and then you get herd mentality, oh, I just about died. I just about died. If that was not the Freudian slip of the century, his herd mentality, Trump's herd mentality instead of herd immunity. Of course, the idea of going with herd immunity is ridiculous and stupid because we don't have enough evidence to show that herd immunity works. Um, But we know herd mentality works when it comes to Trump and his supporters because they all have it and they can't, they don't separate themselves from the herd. They just continue to regurgitate the same garbage day in and day out. So yes, shout out to Herd mentality instead of herd immunity. And it was funny to watch watching news today because I'm sitting there watching it and then everyone's saying, talking about how, showing Donald Trump saying herd mentality. And of course, of course, we, we believe that Donald Trump is talking about herd immunity and then criticizing him on herd immunity. I just think it's a, the biggest Freudian slip that there is. But I'm sorry, wait. But and then it I'm is worried. what it is. There you go. It is what it is. Yep, that's right. It is what it is. You know, it's called science. Yeah, it's called science. Because we test so much, we show cases. So we show many, many cases. Yeah, I mean, he didn't say maybe not exact wording, but yeah, he pretty much made the same point point again. As he was downplaying the importance of masks, because the head of the CDC was basically saying, look, yeah, we're working on vaccines, but right now what's more important to mask? And Trump's like, no, 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 I think he misheard the question because clearly he didn't mean that masking is more important than vaccines. Yes, right now there's no vaccine, so mask, masking is 100% more important, a million percent, infinitely more, both times zero is still zero if you're actually listening to math. But who, who expects a Trump supporter to listen to math? I mean, I mean seriously. So... American history, Holocaust history, according to USA Today, almost two-thirds of millennials, Gen Z, don't know that six million Jews were killed in the Holocaust, survey finds. Almost two-thirds of millennials and Gen Zers don't know that six million Jews were killed in the Holocaust. Almost half can't name a single concentration camp, an alarming new survey of the Holocaust found. Um, uh, also showing a concerning 15% of millennials and Gen Zers who thought that holding neo-Nazi views were acceptable. Um, how much of this is based on genuine understanding of it is not known. Um, conference on Jewish material claims against Germany commissioned the surgery survey. People can't name Auschwitz. That's something that's deeply concerning. Um, for a survey is fifth in a series that looks at people's knowledge of the Holocaust history worldwide. Worldwide, as well as uh, about genocide, um, a survey of 10,000, 1,000, 18- to 39-year-olds in all 50 states also provided uh, the first state-by-state breakdown of Holocaust knowledge. New York 
uh, was ranked today its analysis of Holocaust knowledge. Nearly 20% of millennials and Gen Zers incorrectly believe that the Jews caused the Holocaust in New York. New York. I mean, there are a lot of Jews in New York. I know plenty. Oi. I hadn't read that part yet. I was going to just read. Oh, my God. 20% of millennials and Gen Zers in New York believe the Jews caused the Holocaust. What? Uh, parts of anti-Semitic incidents in the U.S. and the ADL said that there was an all-time high of anti-Semitic incidents in 2019 since tracking of it began in 1979. Uh, concerning the finding by the Claims Conference Survey, half of the respondents had seen social media posts denying or distorting facts about the Holocaust, and more than half said that they'd seen Nazi symbols in their community or online. Um, the internet has given voice to amplified Holocaust denial in a way unimaginable just a few years ago. Um, six million Jews, and of course, I always make sure to say six million other people as well on top of the six million Jews died during the Holocaust, but the, the Jews were central on, on, you know, the main group that were killed, plus others, but others that equal another six million, so 12 million people killed by uh, Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. Um, in the 2018 survey, almost a third of Americans incorrectly believed two million or fewer Jewish people died in the Holocaust. More than 40 respondents that survey could not identify Auschwitz. Um, survey found 8 in 10 respondents believed Holocaust education is important to prevent it from happening again. That education <coughs> becomes all more important as fewer Holocaust survivors are still living. Uh, just as a side note, uh, me, uh, when I went to school, I was to Jewish day school from 1st to 8th grade, and one of my Hebrew teachers in 2nd grade, I want to say it was, uh, Mora Raiden. Mora means teacher in Hebrew. So Mrs. Raiden, um, she was a survivor of the Holocaust. And when we would watch films uh, from uh, Holocaust, she would have to leave the room because she couldn't stand the images. And obviously it's understandable that she couldn't. Um, the, people, the people, you know, she couldn't handle it. Absolutely couldn't handle it. And I don't know if I could either. So but it always impacted me. Whenever she would see it, she'd have to leave, and it, it, it just made it more real to me. And as less less people are around who survived the Holocaust, you'll have less less people to give that real that real sense of this is what I went through personally. And as that's happening, less and less people are going to get that message, and going to be more and more people are going to forget or not know. And again, history was forgotten tends to repeat itself, which brings us to the fact that there is a nurse who is a whistleblower. She was working in an ICE detention facility in Georgia, state of Georgia, not in the country of Georgia, but the state of Georgia. She was working in that as a nurse and reported that there were many forced sterilizations, forced hysterectomies done on women in these camps in these concentration camps. Because make no mistake, that's what they are. They are concentration camps. They are now turning into eugenicists. They are, it's eugenics. It's, you know, you have people who are pro-life who talk about eugenics and Margaret Sanger and her history of eugenics. They even Planned Parenthood has said, look, 
We disagree with Margaret Sanger with her eugenicist views. People still want to link Planned Parenthood to her beliefs on eugenics. And they're not going to say anything for this. This is eugenics. This is forced sterilization, making them incapable of having kids. It's disgusting. Absolutely gross. It's sick, twisted. And I said, never again. Because, but we're allowing it to happen. And I don't understand. You're going to have people who are going to be conservatives. And they're going to be Trump supporters. And they're going to hear the claims that there are, you know, and then it's not just claims from a nurse, because I could understand perhaps somebody say, well, what this nurse is making it up. It's not real. You know, we don't have any more evidence showing. Not that evidence matters to Trump supporters, because it doesn't. Evidence clearly doesn't matter, because they've been raised, or I don't even know if raised is the right word. They've been um, conditioned to just question the veracity of news. It's fake news, you know, just like, you know, again, in when Hitler was coming to power, he called, uh, referred to media as the Lugan press, the lying press, fake news. This is one of the many tactics that Donald Trump used in 2016. So 2016, let's go back in the way back machine. In 2016, we had a presidential election and Donald Trump was doing things like um, Donald Trump is doing things like calling people the lying press and tweeting things um, from you know Hitler's playbook. Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Let's go back to some of my some of my posts. This is November 9th, 2016. Privilege is the ability to ignore all the stumps, tr- all the stuff that Trump said is crazy talk because when he implements it, you won't be affected. Privilege is the ability to tell people you know that their fears are unfounded despite never having to deal with those fears in a single day. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find. Let's see. Privilege is the best friend of the. Oh, that person was was dumped. No, oh, there's 148 comments. There's a bunch more. I'm trying to find. I know there is one. Here's, um, here's one of them from one of my friends, Terry. I noticed you've said that enough times in the last few months that you honestly believe it. Uh, it isn't that deep or widespread. Um, the KKK doesn't speak for everyone when the media spins. Blah 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 blah. Um, where else is there more for no not no more information from Terry at that one Terry was one of the folks who was very uh, who would comment about you know my ideas let's see October 23rd 2016 if I said that anybody who votes for David Duke for Senate should consider himself my friend I don't think anyone would have a problem understanding that this is how strongly I feel about Donald Trump um Let's see. Bum, 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 bum. Well, somebody was like, the only thing I'm I'm not having a hard time understanding lately is your friend ultimatums um, demonstrate your intolerance of anything that isn't what you believe. 
Um, and I've only ever said this about supporters of Trump and David Duke. I've never said it for Bush 43, Mitt Romney, John McCain, Rick Santorum, Ted Cruz, Jeb Bush, or any of the Republican conservatives I can name who friends of mine have supported. Uh, I am proudly and unabashedly intolerant of bigotry. That doesn't mean I'm intolerant of everything I don't agree with. But yes, if you support Duke or Trump, I question your character. Ba-ba-ba-ba. No, no, no. Oh, there's Hank. Hank is somebody who had blocked me because he had should anyone who votes for Trump not consider you their friend either, or am I reading that wrong? And I do also do not put those two in the same basket. They're not even close. Yeah, that's where I said, yeah, not close. Duke has no chance in implementing his bigotry. Trump actually has a chance. I am much more scared of Trump than Duke. Duke is a sideshow. Trump is the main event. Trump has done many things that I would think should give anyone pause. I was raised Jewish. Trump has literally used anti-Semitic propaganda and rhetoric as part of his campaign. Furthermore, his campaign of nationalistic xenophobia is straight out the Hitler playbook. Giuliani, one of his surrogates, even suggested electronically tagging Muslims who are here. So, yes, I question how anybody can cast a ballot for Donald J. Trump and consider me a friend. Remember, this is the candidate who posted this graphic from an anti-Semitic website. Uh, which website was that? Uh, 8chan slash Paul. Uh, this is nothing like Hitler's Germany, Dan. This is not comparable. Um, star David over a pile of money contained from an alt-right website. Yeah, nothing bad here. No anti-Semitic tropes at all. Um, so it can't be anti-Israel. Blah, 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 blah. Um, do you believe that alt-right's opposition to Israel is based on anything other than anti-Semitism? Um, alt-right means the white supremacist neo-Nazi. That's what they call themselves. Well, I don't prejudge everything about them. Uh, what kind of breakfast cereal eat? But if they put pants on one leg at a time, whatever... It is clear that opposition from that group towards Israel would be dripping with anti-Semitism. Don't deny it or be that naive. Um, let's see. Well, I did question a while back how one could consider me a friend. If there was a Trump, one person who I considered a friend came out as a Trump supporter to me and removed me as a friend on Facebook. I'm disappointed, though not. I thought my arguments had been convincing that person. Uh, I guess not. Said really, uh, that person is dead now. Um, so. I guess one last vote for Trump. Um, best Louisiana, so Louisiana is voting for Trump, but there's nothing I can do about it. Um, see, I'm not even sure why we have to make an argument when a guy calls Mexican rapists and murderers and proposes a ban on all Muslims entering the country, degrades women, makes racist comments, says there should be a punishment for women who get abortion, praises dictators, wants to abandon NATO, sexually assaults women, defrauds students, runs a corrupt foundation, constantly lies, delegitimizes democracy, and constantly shows a lack of understanding with regards to domestic foreign policy. What's the argument? That's not something that I wrote. That's something that somebody else wrote. Uh, because friendship is not based on politics. I'm a libertarian and lead towards Trump. Still like you. That comment from that person is somebody who opposes Trump now um, because partially my words managed to help him. Of course, we both live in Louisiana. And then again, you know, Louisiana is voting for Trump. Um, Let's see. I may have some choice words for 30 party voters in states that matter. Uh, Donald Trump and many of his supporters are calling the media the lying media. I wonder if that's been used some other time in history. Again, I've been repeating that Donald back then that Donald Trump was using the playbook, using Hitler's playbook. Donald Trump was, uh, and that you know we're basically seeing them line up uh, eight in the box, and we're going to defend as if they were playing a five wide receivers. Um, let's see. Let me guess. Nazis, of course, he's mocking me. Versus, let me know if you take the same position. 
Um, you can't relate Obama, Hillary, and George Bush, or any other people to Hitler because they didn't use campaigns of xenophobia and nationalism, they didn't use anti-Semitic propaganda and rhetoric. They didn't try to scapegoat all our problems and entire groups of people. Trump is following Hitler's playbook page by page. History forgotten is bound to repeat itself. Again, I use that line a lot because it is true. Uh, saying that no, dude, Donald Trump and many of his supporters are calling me. I'm going to blah, Lying media is part of what you spoke about. People say that because of overwhelming bias in the media. Um, 64 media folks had a dinner. Does that um, eating dinner mean in direct concert? Um, do you not see the problems with Trump? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not deflecting. I'm seriously confused. This is what on earth you're asking me? The media is supposedly being biased towards Clinton is not only a falsehood, but it has nothing to do with if the media is actually lying about Donald Trump. Donald Trump just says that the media is lying about him. But he doesn't give any concrete examples about the accusations of sexual assault against him or lies, but the media isn't confirming those allegations are true, but they're reporting that the women have come forward to confirm uh, that he said on the bus was true, that the aggressive behavior he described on the bus was, uh, was how he behaved with them as well. It's not a lie. I mean, this person is somebody who walked into a dressing room full of teenagers for the Miss Teen USA pageant and was like, you know, nothing, nothing I've never seen before, basically admitting that he... Uh, has seen teenage girls naked before. I'm not sure. Probably. Who knows? Um, let's see. Hillary won their popular vote and lost. Bernie Sanders could have won the popular vote by six percent and still lost. Blah, 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 blah. No. Uh, this is uh, four hours ago, so no, this is not an old post. Um, July 21st, 2016. Uh, what have I been saying? We know the playbook. Uh, Trump proposed first move eerily like Hitler's. So let's go to this Huffington Post article. Uh, as a Jew, I don't think people making Hitler comparisons. I don't like it when they do it to President Obama. I didn't like it when they did it with President Bush. There was only one Hitler, and we have not had a politician who's rose to that level yet. That said, a chill down went down my spine when I saw a private remarks from Chris Christie regarding one of Donald Trump's first moves. If he wins the presidency, Republican not presidential nominee Donald Trump would seek to purge the federal government of officials appointed by Democratic President Barack Obama and could ask Congress to pass legislation, making it easier to fire public workers, Trump ally Chris Christie said. Why is this scary? This is literally one of the first moves made by Adam Hitler upon democratically attaining power. Uh, so, again, Hitler, Donald Trump used the playbook uh, during the election, and he used the playbook of Hitler after the election, and we're supposed to now be... Uh, Shocked and surprised that he's using more of Hitler's playbook. Look, here's the thing. When, first of all, when people tell you who they are, like, like I've said, look, I've tried to say that there are good people on both sides of the Charlottesville rally or whatever it was, the protest, the march. If, if, what do you call one person, one, what do you call one Nazi eating dinner with 10 other people, 11 Nazis, because you're eating dinner with a Nazi, you're a Nazi. You're choosing to associate with Nazis, therefore you're a Nazi. So if you're marching on the same side knowingly as a Nazi, then guess what? You're, I'm not going to view you as anything morally different from Nazism. So, so again, he was doing that, you know, calling you know Nazis good people on both sides, chastising. Uh, Muslims wanting to oh, – we had somebody join and leave the chat, unfortunately uh, – wanting Nazis to uh, – I, I forget what he was, what 
the point I was going to make because the person coming in and leaving the chat distracted me a second. But anyway, the the point is is that clearly Donald Trump has been using this playbook. Clearly, he is. And 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 again, people say that the people in Charlottesville, you know, people people. This is where the point I was going to make. The people who are marching in Charlottesville, you know, I've, I've people have told me, well, they weren't Nazis. They're no, they're not Nazis. There are no Nazis that exist today. Nazis need to have power, is what someone told me. No, it's ridiculous. Somebody tells me that they're a Nazi, I'm going to believe them. I will believe that they are a Nazi when they say, hey, I'm a Nazi, because why wouldn't you believe them? Especially if they walk like a Nazi and hail like a Nazi, they're a Nazi. And we did, and I would say I did not see that coming. And repeat to not see that coming until you heard the term Nazi. But I did see it coming. I saw it coming from four years ago. We had. We have. Clear evidence now. You know, four years ago, I said, look, this is this is what Trump does. And, and, and you have these people who are. They're. Say, well, we don't have you know, death camps. So you can't call this like Nazi Germany. Well, no. I, but you shouldn't be required to wait till we get death camps in order to say something. We should not have to wait to death camps. We should be able to point at eugenics camps and say this is too far. This is already this was this was too far before. But it's clearly too far now. We shouldn't have to, we should be able to see something, you know, if there's 10 steps to becoming a full-fledged Nazi country. How many steps in do people have to take for you to say, you know what, this is too far. I called it back in 2016 that it was too far. It was too dangerous. We could not allow this to happen, and we did. So he tried to implement his Muslim ban, but he could only do it at the beginning. But again, he made it clear that his Muslim ban was going to be a total and complete ban on Muslims entering this country. That's what his desired goal was. Now, what did he get? He got he got like a seven-Muslim country travel ban. Now, you had the Muslim travel ban, you had the Mexican country in Mexican citizen comments about being rapists and murderers and so you had that. So why were we to believe that again China the China travel ban wasn't anything that was, you know, helpful and that it just wasn't another attempt by him to be a racist piece of crap. We had no reason to believe that. But then again, that's that's my other point that I make about conservatives all the time, is that they take the wrong lesson from the boy who cried wolf. To them the, the lesson, the moral of the story of the boy who cried wolf is that if somebody lies, you should continue listening to them just in case they're telling the truth the next time. That's what conservatives believe the boy who cried wolf's moral of the story is. Come on. Ridiculous. But again, we shouldn't have to wait a certain number of steps in order for us to say this is Nazism, this is wrong, this is eugenics, this this should be – at what point should it have been enough for for more people, for enough people to say this is it, 
this is the end. Enough. Never again. Hashtag never again. We're never going to want to see this ever again, and it's time to put a stop to it. But not only do you have the Republicans who, the conservatives, the, the Trumplicans, if you will, the people who, because you have Republicans who are clearly against Trump, but they, they have a group, Republicans for Trump, or Republicans, I'm sorry, against Trump, or whatever it's called. Lincoln Project, I think is what it's called, if I'm remembering correctly. It's been a long day. So, you have them. But you have the other Republicans, the conservatives, the Trump, Trumplicans, who, Trumplestiltkins, who have no problem voting for Donald Trump. They're going to make excuses for him. Whatever he does, they'll, they'll find some excuse that it's okay for him to do it. Because, you know, they can never admit that they made a mistake, as I've talked about on the show before. But then you have, and again, prior warning for bad language, whiny little shits. Hashtag whiny little shits. The people who are just so gung-ho, I want to see see Joe Biden and the Democrats lose because I'm mad Bernie didn't win. Look, I understand being disappointed your, your your own candidate didn't win. Obviously, you know if you're very passionate about that that person, you think he's going to bring substantial change to this country, uh, like Bernie Sanders would have. You know, I, I would understand you being upset that he's not the nominee. And, and most of that's fine. You know, if you want to hold your nose voting for Biden, that's fine. I know plenty of people who are doing that. Even though I disagree that Biden is a bad choice. Um, I think he's a fine choice. I think he's a good person. I think he's somebody who would bring sanity back to the White House and listen to experts like, you know, he should. Um, but but there, there's people who are like, well, why won't Joe Biden support Medicare for all? The majority of Americans like it. And they say every single time they say that, I link them to my video that I made. Well, it's like, look, yes, you're correct. The majority of Americans do like Medicare for all. Even more Americans like a public option. And not just the group of all Americans that exist if you add in every American so you have less hesitancy from right-wingers to support it because they're fine with you know, something that's not Medicare for all. It's not even that. It, it, again, if you watch the video, each group, Democrats, prefer a public option to Medicare for all by a greater margin. Independents prefer Medicare for all over uh, – I mean, independents improve, support public option more than Medicare for all. And even Republicans support a public option more than Medicare for all. So why on earth would Joe Biden – support Medicare for all when more Americans support his plan. doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. But, you know, these people don't want to compromise. They're spoiled. That's why I'm calling them whiny little shits. Hashtag whiny little shits. I'm sick of it. And, and I'm sick of having to try. You can't reason with them. So instead of trying to reason with them, I'm be like, look, Y'all are just a bunch of whiny little shits. And maybe that'll work. Maybe that'll that'll make people think a little bit introspectively. And maybe it won't. But maybe it'll make other people think, oh, well, well, why is he calling them whiny little shits? Maybe there's something to it. 
apparently name calling is, is, is the new thing to do in America because that's what our president does. So, you know, if these people want Donald Trump to win so bad because they don't, they want to stick it to the Democratic Party and they don't care how privileged that stance is, I'm going to call them whiny little shits. It's going to happen. And I'm going to keep doing it. I would love it to start trending. Hashtag whiny little shits. And anyway, let's go ahead and take the last commercial break. Uh, come back and take your calls as well. Um, 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things. Political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout-out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first-hour advertisers will lock in their rates for the life of the podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash liberaldan and support the show today. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. I sound a little differently. It's because I'm having to call him from my phone. Because as I went to commercial break, uh, Block Talk Radio decided to not to hang up on me uh, and make sure that the connection could not work. So you know, it is what it is. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm stepping all over. Uh, it Donald. is what it is. 
Let Donald Trump say that again. What was it again, Trump? It is what it is. Yeah, so Blog Talk Radio sucks, and I uh, am not going to cause a rocket ruckus because, you know, I'm getting it pretty cheaply. Anyway, so so in that case, sorry. Sorry, I missed it again. It is what it is. There you go. So, I mean, I'm pretty close to ending the show this week anyway because it's about, you know, no, I scheduled the show for two hours just to make sure I have the room uh, if in case I want to go long, but usually it's still just an hour. Um, but I pretty much covered everything that I wanted to cover when it, as it pertains to um, the silliness that is, or the ridiculousness that is our country. Um, so, I don't know. I'm just, I'm sick of trying to put up and trying to reason with the people who are the hashtag one little shits. And I'm ready to just, you know, I don't necessarily want to give up on them, but, you know, I think it's time for some tough love. So I'm going to be giving tough love because we have people who are getting forced hysterectomies in concentration camps in this country. We have tens, tens of thousands of people who died from COVID who didn't need to die from COVID simply because our president insisted on downplaying the the pandemic and and when asked on the 2020 town hall last night or whatever that was on on ABC, what did Trump say? I up I upplayed it. I didn't downplay it. You literally said you <coughs> you literally said you downplayed this virus. Oh, I upplayed it. No, you, you're a liar. You're a liar and a con artist, and you're ridiculous and suck and. And people are gonna. People would say anybody who says I, if Donald Trump wins, I'm leaving the country. But how? No country will have us because we're so messed up with COVID. One could only hope. One just needs to hope that, you know, hopefully enough people come out and vote. And remember, this election might not be over on election night because of all the absentee ballots that are cast. They might not be able to count them all or count enough. Because that's another thing that bugs me when, when, when Trump and Kaylee McKennedy want to talk about, oh, they don't even count. They, they, they left so many hundreds of thousands of absentee ballots uncounted in the last presidential election. Well, you know why that happened? If Let's say this election takes place and there's, there's 5 million voters for a particular candidate. And there's four million voters against the political candidate. So there's a million votes between the two. Let's just say, and let's say there's two hundred thousand absentee ballots yet to be counted. Yet to be counted. Do you count them? Why? Why bother counting them if it is mathematically impossible for the person to come back? You're a million points down, and there's two hundred thousand absentee ballots. Then. Even if all 200,000 were for the second-place person, the first-place person's still going to win. It's mathematically impossible. There's no reason to waste the resources on it. But that's why these people, that's why they're, that's why they're telling you that they're not counted, because they, they don't want you to use your noodle and understand that this is, there's a logical reason why we wouldn't count certain absentee ballots at that point. But only if their difference, you know, only if it makes a difference are they going to count the absentee ballots. Now, maybe some states have a different rules, and that's fine, too. I'm not going to complain that they're going to count the absentee ballots, but if they don't need to, but they don't need to. Math. 
math wins. Math should always win. Unfortunately, math and science, whatever. Scientific American has never endorsed a president in the history of its publication until this year. They've endorsed Joe Biden. And, of course, you know, conservatives I know are like, whoa, you know, they're suddenly experts on all these things. No, they're not experts on these things. They're not at all. They're not experts on not world, you know, wars, unrelated to science stuff. Uh, they might, they, you know, but they know science. And Joe Biden is going to listen to scientists Donald Trump is rejecting literally today. Again, head of the CDC said wear masks. It's very important. It might even be more important than developing a vaccine. Donald Trump said, no, no, we need to develop the vaccine. He must have misheard the question. He misspoke. No. He just is the expert, and he knows what he's talking about, and you don't. So shut up, Donnie. Shut up, Donnie. It is what it is. And of course, you know. You know, it's called science. Yeah, it's called science, and you don't get it, any of it. You don't understand it, because it's too hard for your tiny little orange brain. Anyway, let's go ahead. We'll just, uh, I was going to try and make it end up right about an hour. Who really cares? About that, I'm, I'm, I could blather on for another minute if I wanted to, but I'm not. But anyway, if you do want to listen to the uh, liberaldan.com, you can follow me at facebook.com slash liberaldan, at liberaldanradio on Twitter. Please go to the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash liberaldanradio. Subscribe to that channel. If I can get a 1,000 subscribers, I can start potentially monetizing once I get enough views. And uh, go to the Patreon as well, patreon.com slash liberaldan. Support the show that way as well. Again, so Next week, 8 p.m. Central, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.